All right, welcome to the 33rd edition of the Sports Mashup Show. All the world of sports, discussions, and such. Uh, October 13th is today's date, and the sports are really happening at this point. You know, you got the NFL, you got college football, you got the NBA starting next week, you got college basketball in about a month, you got the NHL starting last night. But we start in the MLB postseason as well, by the way, and golf season started a few weeks ago. But we start in the NBA. A few items here. The Nets finally show that they have the stones tell Kyrie Irving that he can't play until he's vaccinated. Now, I think this is an ownership thing. I think Joe Sy, who's the owner of the Nets, took over a couple years ago. I think he prefers that this not be the case. Now, here's the thing with Kyrie. So, wait, he's not even – they're saying that he he can't he, – he's not even going to be able to play on the road. I believe that that's the way they're going right now. I'm pretty sure that they're pretty much saying, if you're not vaccinated, we don't really want you to play. Well, because, I mean, you can't practice with them, so yeah. you don't want to be able to practice with them like the day – of the game. Yeah, and this could change. I mean, he could end up playing some games. I don't know. The whole thing's weird. I One thing that I hate about this is that Kyrie's saying that he's against the vaccine mandates, which is fine, whatever. He's a- apparently fighting for those people. But here's the thing. He had the chance to say that this is why – he kept saying it was a personal choice when they were asking him. He had a chance to say that this is why he was doing this, to stand up against the vaccine mandates, who the vaccine mandates in New York are being put in by politicians that I guarantee he supported. But it just it makes no sense, the entire thing. I mean, I think this is a weird – if you're Kevin Durant James Harden, you got to be annoyed about this, right? I mean – Yeah. Well, I think a lot of this – this whole mandate thing, though, not even just in the NBA, though. Like, I have a buddy who works at TSA at an airport, and now they are mandating them to get the vaccine, and if they don't get it, they're going to be fired. That's what – the big thing is with the vaccine mandates, people fighting against people getting losing their jobs for it. And my view on it is that I don't necessarily agree with the mandates, but I agree with getting the vaccine. I mean, I have it. So, um, but I don't, I mean, I know that it's a personal choice for people, but it's just the entire thing. It makes no sense because as a league, you only have three teams that are affected by this, these vaccine mandates, the Warriors, the Nets, and the Knicks. I mean, it's just, it's weird. It's it, like, how a player can be unvaccinated, let's say they play for the Grizzlies and they're unvaccinated, but they can go to New York where there's a vaccine mandate, but they can play. It just the entire thing makes no sense. So oh, I, think so I thought story. the whole league still had to be vaccinated. It's if you so if anybody goes and plays in New York, they don't have to be vaccinated. Only if they're on the road team, yeah. What's well, stupid? The entire thing makes no sense. And I think this is gonna be a big story. And another story is Ben Simmons returning to the Sixers. Uh, what a joke. I've never seen a player with less leverage try to force his way out. Like, number one, he's not good. Number two, the team's going to ask for too much because of what they've invested in him. And number three, his contract's terrible. The Sixers are going to be really bad this year. I don't care. I mean, they might have a good record just because Embiid's there, but they're not going to be anywhere near a contender. Yeah, but can he stay healthy? Even uh, Embiid, I mean, it's just – it's. No, I mean, he, he gets hurt. He does, yeah. For at least a month and a half of the season. But he's so good when he plays. I think that they're going to win most of the games that he plays. And they have guys there other than Embiid. I mean, I don't really count Simmons because he's a joke in most departments of the game. I mean, he's good defensively. But other than that, he doesn't fit into the modern NBA as a guard at all. So, yeah, it hurts him. I don't know. The Sixers, they're not going to be. I mean, no, and I, I heard um... – LeBron's trying to recruit J.J. Redick to come out of retirement. I didn't know the Lakers needed more players. 
He, I, he, wants, he wants his Mike Miller, his three white guy three point shooter. We'll see what happens. I mean, if I'm JJ Redick, I'm I think I'm good on that. You know. Um, yeah, let me come out of retirement to join AD, Russ, and LeBron. Yeah, why not? We'll see. Uh, the oh, season. Hey, while we're in the NBA, too, we could talk about J.R. Smith making his debut. Yeah, collegiate golf. I know his score was a little rough, but he looked pretty good out there. I mean, looks like a golfer. Looks like he knows what he's doing. That's still ridiculous. I mean, the guy doesn't go to college. He goes to the NBA at high school. And at the, how, what age is he? 37 or something at this point. Right? And he's, what, a freshman in college? I guess, yeah. Nothing makes sense anymore, though. So. I mean, I thought there used to be an age limit where you couldn't play college sports after so long. Like, if they granted you, like, if you went to the military first for four years, then you could play four after that. Well, I think golf is different because, like, look at the professional athlete golfers these days. Like, there's a there's a champions tour, so you have guys that are 50 and 60 years old, professional golfers still. So I think that, that makes a difference. Like if LeBron was going trying to go back to college and play basketball, I don't think they would let him. So the season does start next Tuesday on TNT, I believe. The Nets and Bucks, followed by the Warriors and the Lakers. So a couple of good matchups there. And uh, by the way, you were right. The four favorites to win the NBA championship are the uh, pretty much. Those, Those four first teams. Four. Yeah. And then outside of that, I think the Jazz and Suns are right after them. So, and then Denver, you have the Clippers. And, Denver's not in that at all? I think they're somewhere in the mix, probably in the top 10 in Oz. I didn't really look beyond like the top seven, but I think the Jamal Murray thing will play a big factor as to whether they will be um, a legitimate contender. So, on to the NFL. Week uh, five happened, and I put six on the thing because I'm an idiot. Um, yeah, week five went down. Thursday night football, Russell Wilson gets hurt. He's going to miss some time with that finger injury. He hit it off of Aaron Donald's hand, I believe. Geno Smith, QB1 there. They'll play Sunday night this week against the Steelers. So. He looked good. He did, but I, there's got to be – I mean, I think with de- with an entire week of defenses preparing for him, I think they're going to have some issues there. But honestly yeah, – There's also limited tape on him with that offense. Yeah, that's true. Um, but just like – that division for Seattle was kind of a lose-lose situation because everyone in there is better than them. And they're still – well, the Niners questionable. But yeah, because who's, who's starting for them this week? The Niners? Or they have a bye. Yeah, I think Trey Lance is the guy until Garoppolo's back, right? Didn't Trey Lance just get hurt? I thought he got hurt, but I didn't think it was that serious. I don't know who else they have there. Is Bethard still there? No, I, I thought know. they released him and I because I thought um... – uh, Kittle was mad about it because wasn't that his college quarterback? Yeah, they both went to Iowa. That is correct. Uh, while you're looking for that, the Falcons beat the Jets in London. Uh, the Jets' first quarter woes continue. They were terrible. With Zach Wilson, threw a really bad pick. They couldn't cover Kyle Pitts. That's what it comes down to. Cordero Patterson continues to tear it up in fantasy football. I believe he's got 50-something points for me. I've had him for two games. Uh, the Packers the Bengals in one of the most absurd football games I've ever watched as a Packer fan myself. I mean, good Lord, roller coaster, uh, a missed field goal fest between Mason Crosby and Evan McPherson. As a Packers fan, what was that like watching all those missed field goals? I thought there was moments there where I was surprised that I didn't drop dead. I mean, my Lord, that is just absurd. I mean, I can't believe that number one Crosby is missing as many as he has. I know the wind was confusing. It it appeared because – 
it was hard to throw. I mean, you could see Rodgers when he threw that pick in the first quarter, that thing just sailed. That did not go where he thought it was going to go. Um, and I mean, Evan McPherson is a rookie. I think the hilarious thing was the last one that he missed. He thought he made it was celebrating. That was embarrassing. Welcome to the NFL, I guess. And he already oh, had yeah. two he games. turns around and he's like pointing and, yeah. and the whole offensive line's going crazy. <laughs> it hit the flag, so it wasn't there. But yeah, that was I can't believe they won that game. I mean, they had so many opportunities to score more points and the offense was struggling. But it'd be interesting to see the Packers and Bears this week. I don't know. I always approach Bears games weirdly because like it's a big rivalry. Everybody knows that. Clearly, the Packers have owned them for a long time. But it's just like a shock to the system when they lose to the Bears. So I wonder if they'll lose that game. That'll be interesting. So Trey Lance, he suffered a left knee sprain during the game. A lot of these young quarterbacks gonna learn to stop running into contact. Like Trey Lance got bodied at the goal line the other day, and Joe Burrow got bodied in that game against Green Bay. I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo, he missed the game the past game and a half due to a calf contusion. Yeah, it's less serious than they thought. So I'm assuming Garoppolo will be back sooner rather than later. Yeah, and then what I saw, Burrow is – he's doing something where he's not talking or something. It was like a throat contusion or something. I don't know when that happened, but he got drilled in one of those plays and went off the sideline for a minute. He's on voice rest. Yeah, he's got like a – After yeah, throat, throat contusion. Yeah, I don't know. Weird, but I'm sure he'll be fine. They play the Lions this week. Speaking of the Lions, Lions choked away a lead with less than 40 seconds left for the Vikings. The uh, aggressive play by Dan Campbell to go for two after they scored that touchdown, and it looked like it was going to work, and then they choked it. Dan Campbell crying afterwards, showing that he, he's in there. Yeah, I think eventually they're going to win. I don't think they'll beat the Bengals this week, but maybe. I mean, maybe. I mean, they're competing with a lot of teams that people didn't think they were going to be able to compete with. Yeah, I mean, it helps having a veteran quarterback there if we want to call golf that at this point, which I think he's been in the league for a long, long enough time to say and he's close to that. Two, two good running backs. Yeah, Jamal Williams and uh, DeAndre Swift, very good. I know Quintus Cephas is hurt now, so that's really going to hurt them at receiver. But they have Hawkins in there. They're good enough to win a game. I think yeah. they'll win two or three. But they've hung around with most teams. I mean, they hung around in Green Bay for the first half, and then that got away. But then this game, you got to win. And the Vikings, Vikings are a weird team. Like they should probably be three and two or four and one. But yeah, I mean, they've been without Dalvin Cook the last two games. Yeah, that hurts. They couldn't score against the Browns after the first drive. Because I mean, Madison is not Dalvin Cook. Yeah, and remember, Greg Joseph missed like a thirty-something yarder to beat the Cardinals, and they lost. So Arizona should not have, should not be five and zero, but they are. And I'll just scroll down to them real quick. They're five and zero. They beat the Niners. Uh, they continue to win. I think this week we'll see. Might be the end of the road for them, uh, according to my picks, but we'll see. Um, let's see. Steelers offense wakes up as they beat the Broncos. Juju Smith-Schuster gets hurt out for the season. He had surgery. Don't even remember the injury at this point, but he's done. So. That's probably it for him in Pittsburgh, you'd think. And there's still more buzz every week about Aaron Rodgers and the Steelers. Oh, man. It's week five. Can we not do this? I didn't think we'd be doing this all season. I hope we don't, but we'll see. Uh, your team, the Dolphins suck, uh, let's be honest. And and Brady was dominant. He did whatever he wanted to do. Uh, Brady's probably not going to win MVP this year, but he's going to get a lot of votes. I think someone's going to emerge. I think um, – Josh Allen could get it. We'll see, though. Brady's got the numbers right now. He's got, I think, 15 touchdowns. So they continue to win. Uh, Hail Mary was successful in the first qu- first half. 
of the Saints-Washington game. The Saints won that game by 11, 33-22. Nice win for them. The Eagles completed a fourth-quarter comeback over the Panthers. Uh, the Panthers, another choke there. That's not good. They're now 3-2. and two. Uh, The Titans dominated the Jaguars, who continue to suck. <clears throat> I wouldn't be surprised if Urban Meyer's gone soon. Uh, Patriots, Dave Mills. I know his name's Davis, but I'm calling him Dave. Some people call him Doug. Quarterback for the Texans had a very good game against Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick usually historically dominates against rookie quarterbacks, but Dave Mills was good in this game. They only lost by three. And we both picked the Patriots in that, didn't we? Well, I thought it was a layup cover against a rookie quarterback. It was, what, nine and a half or something, seven and a half, eight and a half, somewhere around there. So, Uh, Juju is a right shoulder injury. Yeah, I wonder what kind of money he's going to get in free agency. Did he sign the one year in Pittsburgh and – now he's uh, probably on his way out. Yeah, the patch was nine, a nine point. <clears throat> it's a lot, yeah. But it felt like a layup. Uh, the after, Bears, yeah, because after Houston just lost forty to nothing. Yeah, and the, the Belichick history against rookie quarterbacks is is very successful. And the Patriots just played the Bucks good. Yeah, it was in horrible weather, but yeah. The problem with the Patriots is the Bucks, the Bucks game and the Jets game, are like the only two games they've showed up this year. And they ended up winning a game they didn't really show up in against Houston. And it's, then they got destroyed by New Orleans. It's like they can't find a balance between the pass and run game. Yeah. And I think obviously consistency on the defensive side of the ball. Like like I said, they did not wake up for Miami. They lost that game. That's brutal. Week one loss in Foxborough to a Miami team that looks horrendous. Yeah. And the Jets, I mean, they're always going to beat the Jets if Belichick's there. It's just, it's not fair. But uh, the Bears defense is very good. Bears and Browns defense, even though the Browns defense was not good this week, Bears defense dominated the Raiders in what would eventually be Gruden's last game there, 20-9. to We'll get to that in a moment. Uh, Chargers won a shootout over the Browns, which is surprising because Browns defense looked like they were going to be like one of those elite number one defenses in the league. I think they still can be that, but, man, Justin Herbert is so good. If you're a Dolphins fan, you got to be just so annoyed about this because, man, Tua can't stay healthy. Herbert is an absolute stud. Five touchdowns. Just uh, you look at my January tweets uh, before that draft. I said Herbert was the best quarterback in the draft. Not going to go any further than that, but appears if I'm correct. But uh, Burrow is good. Uh, Cowboys, they look good. They beat up the Giants. Giants are beat up, though. Yeah, Daniel they Jones literally beat them up. Yeah. Daniel Jones looked like he was about to uh, collapse or whatever after that concussion. And then yeah, Saquon Barkley. Saquon ankle. Daniel Jones Galladay. and Galladay with the knee, I believe. They already had, I think Shepard was already out. Uh, Canarius Tony had a great game, then punched Amante Casey in the helmet, got kicked out. So, and yeah. I didn't know that Glennon was the backup there now. Yeah, he wasn't that bad. Two touchdowns, two picks. He wasn't that bad. You're going to expect him to throw a couple picks. With, with the limited receiving core that he had? Yeah, and the Cowboys' defense is not that bad. Not as bad as it was. And Trevon no, Diggs gi- and the Giants, picks now. The Giants' offensive line is horrible. Yeah, it's not good. Um, the Bills won in dominant fashion after a uh, there was a delay for over an hour at halftime due to lightning yeah, at Arrowhead. I, I fell asleep like right after the second half restarted. Yeah, Mahomes was not good. The Bills look really good, though. They've really shown up since uh, – they lost week one of the Steelers, so they've kind of done the opposite of the Dolphins. The Chiefs lose Clyde Edwards-Alaire for at least yep. three weeks. They put him on IR. Yep, that's a big loss. Killed me in fantasy. And Not speaking great. speaking of that, the guy who was playing this week at 8 o'clock in the morning had 
still had Gronkowski and James White in his lineup, who were both inactive. 11.50, all of a sudden, here comes uh, Emmanuel Sanders and Dallas Gobert, or Godair, and I lose by eight because Emmanuel Sanders, all of a sudden, it has like eight catches for 107 yards and two touchdowns. Yeah, Josh Allen was slinging it. Because somebody decides to text the guy I'm playing, which I'm pretty sure was my brother, even though the week before my brother played this guy and he had three inactive players in. That's a tough one. That's that's not the way you want to lose, but, man. Uh, I know someone in our league had Lamar Jackson and uh, Mark Andrews, so that's about 85 points because the Ravens came back and beat – the Colts, Lamar Jackson, unreal. I mean, throws for over 400 yards, I think five incompletions, ran all over the place. Mark Andrews had a massive game, so Baltimore looks good. 12 catches, 189 yards, two touchdowns, and two two two-point conversions. Yeah, this is is a prelude to what Lamar Jackson is going to do to the Packers when they play later in the season because the Packers defense has no chance of stopping him. And that game definitely would have helped my fantasy because the guy had Justin Tucker as his kicker, and he only kicked one field goal. Yeah. I had Mason Crosby as my kicker, so. But the Colts, I mean, they blew it. They had that field goal blocked with a minute left or whatever. And then again. And then that yeah. blows up that one play. They had the punter out to kick a field goal. But. Humphreys was off sides, and then Blankenship comes in to kick. Something was wrong with him. I don't know. He was hurt, but they threw what's him back their punter's there. name? Uh, Rigoberto Sanchez. Yeah, they had him kicking, and um, Naheem Hines was the holder. And then after that offsides in the defense, Blankenship was in kicking. Yeah. Something was wrong with him. I don't know, but he missed. So brutal. Um, NFL weekly awards, offensive player of the week in the NFC, obviously Tom Brady in the AFC, Lamar Jackson, defensive players of the week in the NFC, Marshawn Lattimore of the Saints and Greg Rousseau of the Bills. And then special teams in the NFC, TJ Edwards, I believe, did some stuff. Uh, he's a linebacker, but he was playing on special teams. And then Nick Folk for the Patriots. Um, Gets it there. So uh, then we have division leaders after five weeks in the NFC. I'm just guessing because I didn't even look at the standings. I just figured that I was correct. Cowboys, Packers, Bucks, Cardinals, AFC, Bills, Ravens, Titans. And then I did not edit this one, but I'm assuming I think it's the uh, just the Chargers in the AFC West now. So there you go. You got solo leaders after five weeks. And uh, Gruden. We'll get to that for a minute. He resigns as the Raiders head coach after a series of emails uh, from 2011 to 2018. Came out the Wall Street Journal, I believe, did this story. Yeah, you uh, said a lot of things. The Chargers are four and one. The Raiders and um, Broncos are three and two, and the Chiefs are at the bottom of that division, two and yeah. three. Yeah, I don't. I, I still think it's a matter of time before the Raiders and Broncos get passed up by the Chiefs. But anyway. Uh, John Gruden resigns as Raiders head coach, says he doesn't want to be a distraction. Um, you know, I don't I don't love the idea of digging up people's past and using it against them, but this was really bad. I think I didn't go. 
I I heard part of it during the long break when Dungey and them were talking about it, but I didn't hear exactly what it was. Not that we need to discuss it. Yeah, I mean, but I knew I it was some like an email or something from like 2011. That's how it started. He said some things about DeMarie Smith, who was the NFL PA guy back then, said some things about him. And then allegedly the NFL wanted him to resign, so they just kept bringing up different emails. And the reason that this was found is because of the investigation into the Washington football team and the culture there. And they found these emails via Bruce Allen's email, who was the president of the team back in the day. Is That's where Gruden sent these emails. So Gruden got taken down as a result of Washington's investigation. So they weren't investigating Gruden. They found this through Washington. And then there was more emails that came out. He pretty much any, uh, any race or person in the NFL at the high levels, he pretty much said something about. And, and is uh, this yeah. why Stephen A. Smith is saying that Goodell needs to um, handle the Washington football team? Well, there's obviously an issue there, and the NFL kind of goes out of their way to defend it, which is ridiculous. Like they pretty much released the Gruden emails, but then said they're not going to release any other emails from Washington. So they pretty much took down Gruden, but yet they're not doing anything about Dan Snyder, who's had tons of issues there uh, with harassment and all kinds of stuff. So it, it the NFL always, they just, they're always so conscious about their image, but then they have this kind of stuff that goes down. So, but hey, by the way, two have practiced. Maybe he'll be back. Maybe he'll be back. Um, they need it because they do not look good. And, uh, yeah, so uh, Rich Bisaccia will be the interim head coach for the Raiders. And then if, if Fields can't play this weekend, who's the quarterback for the Bears? I'm pretty sure he's playing. I think he said he's good to go. But I also think Andy Dalton's active again because I think when Fields got hurt last week, Andy Dalton came in for a play. But I'm sure then, you would rather Fields be the quarterback Sunday. No, I don't really care, to be honest. I think the Packers' defense kind of blows anyway. They have tons of injuries. So I'm kind of just expecting the hey, Packers' offense is going to have to find don't it. Don't do that because I had to pick up the Packers' defense this week. They have gotten their fair share of takeaways. They had a couple picks last week. Because San, San Fran's on a bye, and the Patriots are playing. Um, who did the Patriots play this week? Dallas. Yeah. Not playing that. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. The Packers' defense, two best players are out. So Jair Alexander and Zadarius Smith are both out. So hey, but also after we talked about the Cowboys cutting Jalen uh, Smith, yeah, and you were talking about how bad he was, and then well, we got him in. Team, you guys signed him. Yeah, I mean he's kind of going to be like the third inside linebacker. They got Devondre Campbell's been a revelation there. He's been so good for the Packers. Chris Barnes has been pretty good too. And then Jalen Smith will play at some point, and he'll be in there. He's got familiarity with Lafleur, so it makes sense to. I mean, he's an know. athlete. Yeah, he's so he's got to find something. He's too talented to not figure something out. But I don't know. We'll see. And then the Packers secondary is pretty ragtag. You know, you got Eric Stokes, rookie corner. Kevin King hurt again. I'm sure he'll play, but he, he played. Reasonably well last week, even though he's not very good. They signed Quentin Dunbar. They signed Russell Douglas. So they're really trying to figure something out. They also have Shamar Jean Charles, who was just drafted playing there. And I know you yeah. you talked about Stokes at, after the draft about him just being a speedster. But, like, in your opinion, how do you think he's looked? I think he's looked very good, especially for what, like, the expectation is with a rookie corner. I mean, he's had some mistakes, obviously, that happens. But I think he's – 
a lot like Jair Alexander in his, in his ability to break up passes. And he's got speed. I mean, he's insanely fast. He's got to figure out some of the tackling stuff. But he made some really great plays against Jamar Chase, who still had a huge game, who's really good. Because, I mean, you have two pretty good safeties. Yeah, Savage and Amos are, are very solid. And Amos came over from the Bears, correct? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. And, and he's from Penn State. Yes, and he's been very good for the Packers for the most part. He had a pick last week, so very good for him. All right, golf. Some of the big dogs getting back into it this week. And then we had last week an interesting tournament in Vegas. Yeah, the Shriners uh, Children's Open. Winner was Sung J.M. Won $1.25 million, Shot 24 under. He shot nine under on day four to come to win it. Yeah, he's 23 years old and he's very good. So he's got two wins on tour already. I think he might be the next star. And then this week, <coughs> it's staying in Vegas. Yep. At three the in a CJ row. Cup uh, defending champion, Jason Kokrak. Is that how you say it? Kokrak? I think it's uh, Kokrak, yeah. At the Summit Club in Las Vegas, Nevada. Yeah, Kokrak got a couple wins last year. He won the, I think he won the Charles Schwab and this one. So. Yeah, interesting tournament. You're going to have some of the big dogs back, and I think the top feature group is uh, Kepka, Spieth, and Louis Oosthuizen. So a lot of the big players back. JT's back in the mix. Ricky Fowler, who isn't really a big-time player at this point. Hopefully he finds it. Hovland's in, I think. So DJ's, we'll make our picks. DJ's back. Yeah, we'll make our picks uh, for that later on in the episode. Let's get to a couple of baseball things here. The Padres are officially firing Jace Tingler after two seasons, so the expectations are massive there. And I know they're looking into kind of every resource – as to who they could hire next. I know they contacted Bruce Bochy, Buck Showalter, so they're really going all the way. And I think the one guy that needs to get a job again, out of all the guys that are not managing, that have managed in the past, Buck Showalter, I think, should get one. Because he's not that old. I think he's mid-60s. And he did a ton of winning in Baltimore, which is hard to do. Yeah, I don't see Bochy coming back. Yeah, I don't either. If he was going back anywhere, he'd be going back to the Giants. You would think so. And he retired, so I think that's yeah. I think they're just courtesy. I mean, he he was there at one point in San Diego, but I just don't see it. Uh, ESPN also reported that Aaron Boone likely staying as the Yankees manager, which isn't we don't know for sure. There's just one report, but Aaron Boone's also been mentioned as the Padres' potential guy. And here's the thing with that: if the Padres want to interview Aaron Boone and offer him a contract to go there, Aaron Boone should take it. I mean, no way he shouldn't. They got a ton of talent. San Diego is a way better place to live than the Bronx. I mean, you think maybe the Padres look at Beltron? I don't think Beltron's going to get a serious look until he gets another job as a lower level staff guy. Like, it's is stupid. he doing anything now after? Not the that whole... I know of. No. Well, the thing, the reason why Cora and Hinch got back in is because they'd already been managers. And I think Alex Cora is one of the best managers in the game. And I think Hinch is good too. But Beltron, the only reason that I think he's been screwed here is because he didn't ever manage a game. So we'll and see. Now, what you have. Cora's an assistant for the Red Sox, right? I think he's their manager. Yeah, he's the manager. Because last year they fired him, and then last year it was Ron Renneke, and then they brought Cora back to be the manager this year. So you and have, guys play for him. You have Correa going against Cora. Yeah. So going right into that, you had um, the Red Sox beat the Rays in four. Uh, the Astros beat the White Sox in four. So in the ALCS, you have Houston versus the Red Sox starting uh, Friday. Yep. And then in the NL, you have 
last night, the Braves beat the Brewers on a bomb from Freddie Freeman off Josh Hader. Yeah, Josh Hader does not give up home runs, and then last night he did. He does in big games. That's true. A lot of Brewers players tend to do that. The Brewers really fell apart in September. And, and then I had anybody on that team, well, A, Colton Wong, that might have been the worst bunt attempt with no outs and a guy on first. I don't hate the idea of bunting there, but no, but it was a horrible team. attempt. Yeah, yeah. Like you, if anything, you you got to pull that bat back. How low that ball was. Yeah. And then Yelich to strike out looking in an elimination game. Yelich is not the same player. That back, his back injuries he's had. I, it's just he doesn't look the same. I and know, that's brutal. But I mean, you got to at least try swinging the bat there. Yeah, I agree. Because it wasn't like he was in the very bottom of the strike zone. And the Brewers are locked into him for a long time. And it's not like they have a huge payroll. So and then that could be a damaging contract. The Dodgers beat the Giants to force a game five. So the Braves are awaiting the winner of that series, which is tomorrow. I'm assuming it's going to be Webb and, and Urias pitching. I check. don't think so. I'll check here. Um yeah, it is Webb and Urias. So, I mean, Scherzer wasn't going to go on two days rest, and nobody else other than Webb has looked really good for them. Game one, Webb was dominant. And I feel like I should apologize to the Giants in some way because I said the Dodgers were going to win in three. Giants just play good baseball. Like, they're not a flashy, great team roster-wise, record-wise they are, but they just play good baseball. You see some of the plays Brandon Crawford makes to save runs and just the defense at Longoria hitting the home run, small ball type stuff. They're just a good baseball team. But at the end of the day, I think the Dodgers win this And game. Crawford's been that consistent for his entire career. Yeah, he earned a two-year extension this season too from the and Giants. His sister is a heck of a player who's also now married to Garrett Cole. Yep. A lot of ties uh, there. Um, What else was there that game? Oh, and a stat. I don't know if you – did you watch the game last night? I mean, I watched a good amount of it. I was watching some of the hockey too. I watched the beginning of it. There was a stat for postseason shutouts caught. Yeah. Yogi Berra had seven. Yachty has eight. Buster Posey has 14. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it, Buster Posey's obviously a Hall of Fame catcher. And uh, he's and had a great season. It's nice seeing him back being an everyday catcher. Yeah. And be able to play as long as he has after that horrible injury he took. Yeah. I mean, it obviously it helps having Bumgarner, what, what Bumgarner was doing back in the day well, and in the postseason. Who was that other starter? Uh, Lincecum? Lincecum, Matt Kane as well. Yeah. They've had and a lot of really they, good starters. Uh, what was their closer? Uh, um. Well, they had uh, Brian Wilson for a little bit. That's the, 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 beard, the, yeah. the black, yeah. black beard. Yeah. Also, Sergio Romo was very good there. But, yeah, they've had a lot of really good baseball players there, and they're proving it this year. We'll see. I mean, Braves, Dodgers, Braves, Giants, either way, I think it'll be a good series. If it's Braves, Dodgers, it'll be a re uh, rematch of last season, which was a series that was played in Texas, so it's nice to have it, you know, in a normal spot now. So we'll and see. And the, the Braves are doing this without – Arguably one of their best players. Ronald Acuna Jr., yeah. That's very impressive. Brian Snicker was a guy who people wanted fired midseason, and here they are. So we'll see if they can actually get over the hump because they've had a lot of trouble getting over the hump for 20 years. Like, they all they do is win the division yeah, and then lose. Well, the who playoffs. else is in their division? Mets, Nationals, 
Phillies, Marlins, a lot of really inconsistent teams is in their division. So yeah, we'll see. I, I feel like the Phillies are going to be good next year, though. But uh, anyway, on to the NHL. Last night, opening night, the ragtag Penguins who didn't have Malkin, they didn't have Crosby. A lot of good Gensel was out as well. They beat the Lightning 6-2, to two, three empty netters after the Lightning raised their cup banner. First goal of the NHL season went to former Bruin, Dan Heinen, for Pittsburgh, scoring on a uh, bad play by Vasilevsky behind the net. Pretty much freed the net open for him. But um, Penguins, very impressive win. To not have those guys and he still win. He's the best winner, right? Vasilevsky? Yeah. 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 He's the best goal in the league, in my opinion, but not a great night for him. And it's hard to play in that environment. I think the emotions and stuff, getting the cup banner raised, especially last season, not having full full arena. They just they just didn't have it. And I think a lot of teams that play their first game after winning the cup at home, it's it's hard. But I think the second game was electric. Great game. Vegas beat Seattle. Seattle's first game in franchise history. Uh, they were down 3-1. They came back, tied it. And like five seconds later, Vegas scored on a questionable kicking of the skate by Chandler Stevenson. I think that shouldn't have been a goal, but they called it a goal. And uh, Ryan Donato had the first goal in cracking history. Did you see the opening to this game? Yeah, it's absurd. I mean, Vegas is just a great place to have a hockey team. Like, I mean, they have the Kraken come out of the water and then the yeah. night skates the center ice. Yes. polarizes the Kraken. Now the question is, are they going to do that? To every team, they gonna make the mascot like somehow, you know. I feel like they would. Like I, I mean, know. if when they play Boston, is there like gonna be a big bear that comes out of the woods and the night comes Could out? Be. Or, Why not? I, I would mean, do. I, it I, don't, I don't know what they would do with the blues. Like, is it just a music note gonna come out? <laughs> well, we got Louis the mascot, the uh, big blue thing or whatever. He could he could just throw him out there on the thing, and uh, we'll see. But that was an electric game, and Vegas is just a. Like I said, a really good place to have a team. It's really worked out. I think Seattle's going to work out well, uh, too. And uh, we'll see. I think the next game for Seattle is Nashville. So a little bit of a less electric uh, matchup for them. But all right, um, let's see. The Rangers uh, allowing agent of young forward Vitaly Kravtsov to explore trades. He doesn't make the opening roster. Young Russian player, big prospect for them. Um, they want a top six talent return, which is ridiculous. I don't know if that'll happen, but you also have Chicago shopping Dylan Strom, uh, top six for there. So maybe that happens. Uh, Kratzoff is that because Strom. Chicago realizes they made a huge deal on Seth Jones and they need money or they need cap space? Yeah, I don't know if it's for cap space or not. I never really looked into that. All I know is that <laughs> their four group's good. So I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah. I know they made a dumb signing Seth Jones there. Is terrible. Yeah. We'll see if Seth Jones bounces back. I mean, he's good. He's been good in the past, but. I don't know, but I came prepared with some uh, futures here that I have, um, some futures that I like for this season, uh, a list here. I like the Jets, plus 4,500 to win the Cup. I think that's a good number. Also, I think it's a little disrespectful to have the Blackhawks have better odds than the Blues, who I also like, plus 5,000. Good value there to win the Cup. I'm not saying that either of them will win because I doubt it, but that's a high number. Who I also the like top three favorites? I believe it is uh, Colorado is the favorite, then Tampa, then Vegas, I believe. Hmm. I wonder where Boston's at. I think they're somewhere in the like five or six or seven range, but wow. um, somewhere around there. I also like the Canes plus 145 to get over 100 points. Um, I like the Islanders plus 270 to miss the playoffs. 
I, I'm like the only person that thinks they won't make it, and I'm just going to go with it, so whatever. I also like the Canucks plus 170, which is a very high number to me to make the playoffs. The Canucks are easily one of the best teams in that division. They should make it, plus 170 to make it. Um, I and like. It, your, is there still the, only the Canadians playing? They're no, not, it's, it's all open now, right? Yeah, it's Atlantic, Metro, Pacific. It's back Central. to the normal. Yeah, top three in each division get in, two wild cards in the conferences. So there you go. Um, I like uh, Patrick Kane over 31 and a half goals at minus 115. I think he's going to light the lamp many times. I'll take the under. I like uh, Patrice Bergeron under 34 and a half goals. I think 34 and a half is a little high for him. I think he's more like yeah. 28 to 32. Yeah, he'll get. And Pasta and Marshan are going to score a lot too. I think Marshan's number is like 37 and a half, and Pasternak is like 40 something. Yeah, Bergeron will probably get around. 60 to 70 points. Yeah, probably. I think I think like 20 28 goals and uh 50 plus assists or 45 to 50 assists is yeah. probably where I would like that. Um I like uh Robin Leonard plus 1500 to win the Vesna, uh Artemi Panarin plus 1600 to win the Hart, Ovechkin plus 1200 is the top goal scorer, which is re- disrespectful that he's tied for third in odds for uh league's top goal scorer behind uh, Matthews and who is the other one? Pasternak and Ovechkin are p- both plus 1,200, which is insane to me. Where's, I think they're where's two... McDavid? Is it, was it McDavid that was second? I can't remember now. I'm going to look here um, because I think it's disrespectful to have Ovi plus 1,200. That's a little high. So I like that number a lot. Um, I mean, he's find... getting up there. Yeah, but he's so consistent and doesn't really get hurt. I know he's questionable for tonight's game, but – um, let me see if I can find this here. Come on. Where are the full season props? Here we go. Okay. As a league's top goal scorer. Now I lost it again. Whatever. Uh, my other one was Alex Petrangelo plus 2000 to uh, win the Norris trophy. So uh, there you go with those. Um, I think it might have been McKinnon who was second in the over-under goals, but I can't find it now. And then also uh, Alex Newhook plus 2,500 to win the Calder and your boy Jeremy Swayman plus 2,200 to win the Calder. So those are my NHL futures and props for the season. Let's have a good season. And uh, now we have the new top 25 in college football, which has seen some significant changes after some of the losses we saw penn state going down we saw alabama go down we saw oklahoma almost go down what a what a crazy week i don't know if you could say penn state went down i mean they played it was three versus four they would have won if clifford didn't get hurt i think and it was it was at iowa yeah uh but you got georgia taken over number one moving up one iowa moving up one and number two cincinnati is it three? They moved up two. Oklahoma goes up two to number four. Alabama drops four to number five. Ohio State goes up one to six. Penn State drops three to seven. Michigan uh, goes up one to eight. I don't know how they're not ahead of Penn State and Ohio State. I mean, they haven't lost. Oregon drops one to nine. Michigan State goes up one to ten. Kentucky goes up five to number eleven. Oklahoma State stays put at twelve. Ole Miss jumps up four to number thirteen. Notre Dame stays put at fourteen. 
Coastal Carolina stays at 15. So I don't know if this is their peak of where they're going to get to after we talked about last week, how far they can climb. I still think it can go a little higher. Wake Wake Forest goes up three to 16. Arkansas drops four to number 17. Arizona State goes up four to 18. BYU drops nine to 19. Florida State's put at 20. Texas A&M jumps to 21 after being not unranked. NC State goes up 1 to 22. SMU goes up 1 to 23. San Diego State goes up 1 to 24. And Texas drops four spots to number 25 after losing to Oklahoma. I also I don't know how Oklahoma is not ahead of Cincinnati. Yeah, I mean, um, it's, Oklahoma's been very unimpressive. Very unimpressive. Like, they should but, not have won. But, I mean, you have uh, – is Cincinnati in the Big East or are they in the American? Cincinnati is in the uh, American. So you have an American team They're good. over, over they're a really Big good. 12 team. I think their resume is better. They beat Notre Dame. Yeah, but Notre Dame's looked up and down all year. I mean, who's Oklahoma beat, though, you know? I mean, Texas Texas choked that game completely. Oklahoma had to bench their quarterback to win that game. Oklahoma barely beat Kansas State. They took, Oklahoma they barely took, beat they took Spencer Rattler out. Yeah, and they brought in Caleb Williams, and he dominated. In the, and now there's a big quarterback controversy. Oklahoma uh, canceled their media availability because they don't want to talk about it, I guess. So, yeah. And how Texas is still ranked after that choke job is an embarrassment. I don't care who they're playing. They were literally up 38-17 to 17 in the third quarter. It's really bad. But anyway, let's do the picks, which um, are brought to you by nobody. What you, what'd you do last week? 11-9 week for me. Uh, solid in the college football, 5-3, and 4-4 four and four in the NFL, 2-2 two and two in Major League Baseball, 0-5 for five at the Shriners. Uh, I was ten and ten. Yeah, I, I was zero and five in the Shriners, one and three in baseball, uh, four and four in college football. The one that really killed me was about kicking the nuts. Was I had Michigan minus three and a half. They lost by three. Yeah, that's brutal. Or they are, they won, but yeah. they won by three. Over some weird, weird calls down the stretch in that game too. So, Taylor Wands probably rubbing it in to Will Compton's face, though. There's probably a bet made there. Yeah. Um, and then I was five and three in football. All right. So I'm, um, one, I'm 146 and 132. Yeah, I'm 143 and 130. So, oh, nearly the same. my lead. Nearly the same winning percentage. I'm not too far behind. I think I'm going to get hot this week, even though I have some. I don't even. I don't really like my picks this week, but we're going to go. I, with it. I like mine. All right, CJ Cup uh, to win. I like Morikawa plus sixteen hundred, Spieth plus two thousand, Fleetwood plus five thousand to finish top five. I like Burns plus four fifty, and last week's winner. Last two weeks of winners. I'm picking here. Uh, last week's winner to finish top ten. Sung Jam plus two sixty. Uh, I have Dustin Johnson plus a thousand, Rory plus sixteen hundred, and Morikawa plus sixteen hundred. Top five, I have Spieth at plus four fifty, and top ten, 
I think this guy's got to get back in here is Louis O at plus 200. Yeah, he tends to finish well most of the tournaments he plays, so we'll see. And he's playing with Kepka Spieth for the first two days, so I should get him all ready to go, playing with some of the better players in the world. Uh, college football week eight, my Power Five conference games in the Big Ten. I like a bit of a letdown from Iowa. I think Purdue can cover plus 11 at Iowa. Uh, give me Texas Tech minus 16 and a half in the Big 12 at Kansas over a bad Kansas team. Give me Pittsburgh minus five at Virginia Tech in the ACC. Give me Florida minus 10 and a half at an LSU team that looks brutal in the SEC. Then the Pac-12 give me Washington State plus one against Stanford. Uh, I have in the ACC, I have Virginia Tech plus five against Pittsburgh. It's hard to play at Virginia Tech. They get yeah, that. Uh, they get Inter Sandman going. That stadium gets rocking. On uh, the Big Twelve, I have Iowa State minus six and a half at Kansas State. Uh, my Big Ten, I have Army plus fourteen at Wisconsin. I think it's a big spread for Wisconsin, and Army's four and one, and I think they can control that game with their options. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, the Pac-12, I have Arizona State uh, over Utah, which was a pick em. It's an even. Uh, and the SEC, I have Auburn at Arkansas. I have Arkansas minus four and a half. All right. Then we have our... Our primetime games, we got number 12, Oklahoma State versus number 25, Texas. I'm taking Oklahoma State plus five. I will take uh, Texas minus five to bounce back, even though I never trust Texas. I am going to go with it. So, uh, yeah. Game two of our prime time is number 11, Kentucky versus number one, Georgia. I'm taking Kentucky plus 23. I also like Kentucky plus the uh, 23. Um, I think that if you look at the way Georgia's played as good as their defense is, I don't think they've faced a team as good as Kentucky to this point. So I think that they can cover that. I don't think they win. Wow. Who Georgia, who'd they play? Beginning Arkansas. Of the no, at the beginning of the season. Clemson. Was... Clemson. Clemson's bad. Yeah. But I yeah. And then game three, we got number 13, Old Miss at Tennessee. I'm taking Old Miss minus two and a half. Yeah, I'll take that as well. Um, I think that Ole Miss is much better than Tennessee. So there you go. And then baseball. Baseball. Boom. We've got the Giants and Dodgers tomorrow. I'm taking the Giants minus 110. I'll take the Dodgers minus 110. Yeah, because that was – they were both the same. Yep. And then Friday we got Boston at – or Boston against Houston. I'm taking Boston plus 130. Yeah, I'll take Boston as well. I don't love it because Houston's so good at home, but we'll see. Uh, NHL. Two picks for tonight. Wait, tonight or tomorrow? Well, I pick for tonight, but we could do it for tomorrow. I pick tomorrow. Why don't we just you your picks for tomorrow? I'll make picks yeah. for tonight. Yeah. Uh, so you go ahead with yours for tonight. Uh, I like the game that's about to start about 40 minutes from when we are here now, the Rangers plus 100 at the Capitals, and then later tonight, the Oilers minus 190 against the Canucks. Uh, And tomorrow I have the Leafs minus 170 over Ottawa and Vegas minus 155 over the Kings. All right. That gets us to the NFL. 
Thursday night football, we got the Bucks at Philly. I'm taking the Bucks minus seven. Yeah, I'll take the Bucks. Um, I got it at six and a half. I'm going to go with it. And uh, yeah, I don't think they're going to make it six and a half then. Yeah. And Bronk might be playing. I don't even think it matters. I think the Eagles, as, as good as Hurts has been, I don't see it. Maybe. Uh, I mean, like, well, I mean, you got to think too the Bucks, their corners are hurt. Richard Sherman is still trying to learn the defense and he's. Trying to get in game shape still. He's still slow. And I know Brady's got a bit of a thumb issue or something, so maybe he won't have the greatest game. Godwin is questionable to play. This could be a letdown spot for the Bucs, but I'm going to trust him. Uh, Five picks Sunday. Sunday. What do you, let's just do uh, Sunday night football and Seahawks at Steelers. Yeah, I don't, I'm not going to pick a Geno Smith led team, so I'll take the Steelers minus five. I'm taking the Seahawks plus five. Monday Night Football. Uh, Bills at Titans. I got the Bills minus five and a half. Me too. Bills are winning this game probably by a lot. And then we have five picks Sunday, so just go ahead with your five picks. Uh, I got the Vikings at Carolina. I got Carolina plus one. I don't know how the Vikings are the favorite in this game. Yeah. I mean, yeah, McCaffrey's not there, but. You're playing at Carolina. Their McCaffrey defense, could be there. I mean, he is questionable. He could be there. The defense, Carolina's defense still looks good. Yep. Stephon Gilmore now has another week under his belt there. Uh, then I have the Chargers at Baltimore. I'm taking the Chargers plus three. Uh, I got the Cardinals at Cleveland. I got the Cardinals plus three. Yeah, I I know they've gotten a bunch of close games lately, but I still don't know how they're not the favorite in that game. Yeah, uh, road game against a good team. It's tough. I got the Rams at the Giants. I'm taking the Rams minus nine and a half. Big number. And then lastly, the Raiders at the Broncos. I think the Raiders' new coach is going to open up the offense a little more. And I'm taking the Raiders plus three and a half. All right, I'll take the Chiefs minus six and a half against the Washington football team. I will take the Chargers plus three at the Ravens. I will take the Browns minus three against the Cardinals, the Jaguars plus three against the Dolphins, and the Bengals minus three and a half at the Lions. So I did I didn't want to touch that Jacksonville Miami game. Yeah, I just said screw it. I don't know. I didn't want to pick the Packer Bear game or the Rams Giants game, so I just kind of went with that. And also before we get out. Just throwing. I was looking at DraftKings Sportsbook, and um, just want to throw a couple of Premier League picks at you for uh, Saturday and Sunday's matchups. Um, Leicester City, Manchester United, plus two sixty draw. Take that, and then uh, my boys, who I root for, Chelsea, minus one seventy against Brentford. Big spot if Pulisic is back. Big spot. So there you go. Premier League picks. Maybe we'll make staple. Yeah. All right. Well, that'll do it for us. We'll be back next uh, next Wednesday, uh, the thirty fourth, and we'll do our picks and all that, and we'll see you then.